Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. We really hope we see you there. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, happy birthday, Em. <laughs> it's not my birthday on the day of recording, but on the day of listening, it's my birthday. 28, assuming that I'm feeling great. Can't speak for myself in the future. <laughs> but, um, we can know. Is that what Taylor Swift... Oh no, Taylor Swift was 23, wasn't she? She's 22, I'm babes. feeling 20, 22. 22. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling 23. No one's been 28. 27's been pretty iconic because everybody died. So I'm feeling pretty... pretty yes. And there's still a couple of days left. I see, I grant you. Yeah. But assuming this is coming out and it's not like a post-hostumous one, then I've made it. And that feels, yeah. in equal measure, great because I'm still alive, but there was something, you know, like all the legends die at 27, so I just have to resign myself to the fact that I'm not a legend, you know what I mean? You are, hashtag not a legend. But if you did die at 27, you'd never, you'd never then know you were a legend because you just died, you know? That's true, and I don't so know like, what I could do point? between now and Thursday, we know it's Tuesday night, that would make me legendary. <gasps> oh, I mean, oh. we rescued a dog the other day. It wasn't me. I don't want to take full credit, but my sister's friend. I was part of the gang. Oh. There was a dog that was stuck on a cliff edge and Moose, yeah. my sister's friend, heroically climbed up and carried oh. the dog back down. And it was like getting dark. Honestly, it was like watching. It was it was pretty epic. Oh my God, hero. I'm inserting myself in her story. I mean, I, I watched her save the dog and it was, it was pretty emotional. <laughs> Um, that's like um, that's like grounds to win an award at the um, what is it the British Bravery Awards unfortunately we're not in the UK god damn it but we'll we'll bring tales of her heroics home no the Isle of Man is it's it's its own state it's got its own government wow I know every day is a school day is it just me that didn't know that anyway (laughs) do you have any is it just me I do have an is it just me it's not very birthday specific but Anyway, it's interesting. Hi guys, naturally, thank you. I start by saying I absolutely adore the podcast and eagerly await every single episode. I think the nature of the pod and all of your work is so important. I've cried, laughed, taken notes and had a good old explore of my belly button as a result. So thank you. <laughs> Gross. That is a legacy. I'm just like visualizing everyone listening to the podcast and just like- Fishing. Yeah, head bent as far as it can. So my is it just me is a bit on the serious side, but I feel that it raises an interesting topic of conversation. I do have a graphic story of me sharting on the way to a christening once. (laughs) Horrific, but maybe that's for another time. (laughs) (laughs) 
christening as well. The most wholesome of church events. I know, I know. I hope she didn't go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... Is it just me who gets incredibly upset by their partner viewing OnlyFans pages of influencers, adult models and porn stars? I found my partner had revisited the same model on several occasion, occasions, amongst several others, and admitted to me he'd had a thing for her for a very long time. He isn't into regular porn and is actually even intimidated by it, so he says the images he goes for are more dignified or teasing and it feels more familiar. We were best friends for years before we got together, so I am aware he used to pay to subscribe to some of these people's content. He assured me when we got into a relationship 12 months ago that he had stopped all of that, but to then discover he still visits those pages and has set up accounts to view them makes me seriously question his loyalty. I have a far higher sex drive than he does, so it's not like it's due to him having frustration sexually, and he has even told me it's more of a curiosity than a sexual experience. He doesn't masturbate, he just looks. Am I right oh. to be upset? Mm. Am I right to be upset? It sometimes feels even more personal due to the fact it's the same people he revisits. And I can't help but feel it's because he's missing something from myself or our relationship, even though he insists he's happy and I am more than enough for him. I can't help but keep thinking I will never look like these models, all of which have had surgery and he does know this, and he must therefore be more attracted to them than me. He has ultimately broken a boundary I set at the start of the relationship due to previous experiences. I adhered to every single thing he asked or voiced, so I'm hurt that he couldn't do the same. Same. A bit deep, but I'm curious to hear your views on this. Lots of love, a worried girlfriend. Oh, bless you. Bless you. I think there are a few things to unpack. Same. Because, like, I think, and obviously with no professional opinion at all and not knowing you or your partner, I think the first thing for you to do is not to make this about you and how you look and how you're doing things wrong because I absolutely don't believe that's the case. And like, I think you're just hurting yourself by comparing yourself to these women because you, I, I don't believe your boyfriend, I, I, oh, I'm really like scared to comment on like from a psychological standpoint because I don't know psychology or anything, but it does, but I don't think from, from what you're saying, it doesn't, it, it sounds like a curious thing that he's doing. Um, but from, from what, from, from you, it, it, it isn't really anything to do with you. And it's not because you're not enough and it's not, and I'm not just saying that to sound like him. I'm just saying that because I, I don't want you to put yourself at the bottom and feel like you deserve it or you're doing something wrong or whatever because I think the psycholog psychological side of like all porn and porn addiction or like any of that, it's not about mm. you, it's definitely about him. So I just from those off, I want you to, like, I want to say to you that you're not doing anything wrong and you don't, it's not because of how you look and it's not because you haven't had surgery and it's not because you're not enough for him. Uh, and even if that were true, that's his problem and not yours. And so you're perfect and you're great and you have to remember that. But interesting that he's not masturbating. I, I do understand why you're upset because mm. That's the thing. It's a two-sided thing with OnlyFans because on the one side, great that it's ethical because if if I were to be supporting of one thing in my partner, I'd rather it was ethical uh, rather than like Pornhub or whatever. But then yeah. I do understand as well the personal connection is difficult because it's one yeah. person that you're paying to see. So I, I really do get it. That's the problem. It feels intimate. It feels intimate and... Well, also, as well, you're totally right to be upset that he wasn't honest with you mm. and said that he had he wasn't doing this anymore and, and he actually has been. So 
in that sense, you're totally upset. I find this really difficult, this subject, because if it was me, I would be really upset too that he was that he was subscribed to like a girl's, a woman's account. And like, I probably shouldn't admit that because I know, and like you say, it's so much more ethical than just going on Horn, uh, Hornhub. <laughs> that's Horn such up. a good, oh my Horn God, that's up. so good. Hornhub. Horn I'm gonna start my own, Horn, hornhub.com. I will never go on your porn website for as long as I live. Yeah, it's definitely more ethical than just going on to Pornhub and watching a random video. But it, yeah, it just it feels personal. It feels intimate, and it feels to me. And I don't, I don't know if this is right. It probably isn't. But this is just how I'm feeling without exploring it. Literally exploring it on the spot is that it feels, it feels like more towards being unfaithful. I I get it. But to come at it from the other side, he isn't masturbating, and I think from that it, it like you don't want to like throw the baby out with the bathwater or whatever the expression is like i don't think this is like a right off the relationship the fact that no. you said your sex drive is higher than his there may well be something going on he may well be lacking confidence um yeah. i think you said something about he found it comforting or something it's more of a curiosity than a sexual experience he doesn't masturbate just looks see that sounds like a thing that is like a thing that doesn't sound just like oh I just need to like jerk off and my girlfriend's not doing it for me I've never used the word jerk off I'm not gonna say that again but like it doesn't <laughs> really did not suit me as I said it I was like oh this is uh, foul <laughs> um yeah so it doesn't sound like he's just like it that kind of gratification that normally comes with porn it sounds like a little bit more deep-rooted if it were me in your position yeah. I would talk to him about it on a level that's not what am I doing wrong? What have these girls got that I haven't? Like absolutely remove yourself from it because you have to yeah. see that this is nothing to do with you. You know, he's got his curiosity, he's got his feelings and confusion, it sounds like, around porn and women and whatever. Yeah. And he needs to go and deal with that. But that's nothing to do with you. He did it before you and he's doing it now. So it's definitely like a him issue. And I think yeah, that's the way sure. to talk to him about it. It's not like, oh, what have I done wrong? And how can I be like them? And why aren't I satisfying you? And whatever, which I know is like their instinct is to take the burden and to take the blame because you're a woman. Um, but I think go at it from like, a look, I think there's something going on here. I find it curious behavior. You've yeah. crossed a boundary for me. And I would like to understand why, if you can't tell me, or if you don't know, I would like you to go and talk to a therapist and work out what it is about this that excites you or interests you and... And if you can't stop on your own, then perhaps we could find a way to help you stop. And whether you do that in couples therapy or he does it individually, and if he's willing to do that, that would be great. But I think you both, and I don't need, I don't know if he knows, or and if he's not telling you, or if he genuinely is like, I don't know why I'm doing it. I think one or other of you needs to find out why it's happening and go from there. Yeah, great advice. You need to get to the bottom of it because it sounds like you're not entirely sure yourself. And the way he's explaining it to you isn't very comprehensive, and I and and and, and but yeah, perhaps he doesn't know either. But you definitely need to get need to get to the bottom of it. I would be very interested to hear from anybody if anyone's listening whose partner uses who who's in a relationship who either uses OnlyFans or whose partner uses OnlyFans, and and you can tell us anonymously if you want, but whether or not your partner knows, because I I'm quite curious. I don't know where I stand on like the ethics of porn. And certainly OnlyFans, because it, it is a different dimension. Obviously, like if you're a single person wanting to use it, that's great. And if you're in a relationship where your partner is okay with you using it, yeah. that's great. But it, is, is it worse because it's the human connection? It's a real person that you're like fully connecting with? 
Right, and I think that's what feels a bit icky to me. Yeah, or is it better because you know that nothing's going to happen with this person because it's their job and, you know, they're a self-respecting business person and, and they should, you know, I don't know, there should be some trust. I don't know. I, I actually have no idea how I feel about no, it. No, I don't know. I'm not sure. You're right. It would be so interesting to talk to people, well, people whose partners use it and people who use it as well, who are in yeah. a relationship. If that's you... Please send us an email to should I delete that pod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram. We'll be totally anonymous, of course, because yeah. you don't want to be. And yeah, I'd be really interested to hear that, to hear from people so who interested. Have experienced this. But I think, like you said, the final thing to leave you with on this one is like it's it's not you. It's not about you. And don't let it be a reflection on you. Hundred percent. Hello, you wonderful humans. Love the pod. Nearly weed myself several times whilst listening, and that, my friends, is the highest praise I can give. I'm sat in my garden listening to the episode where you read the embarrassing tale of the woman who goes into the wrong changing rooms. You follow it up with, at least you can leave, it's not like it's your gym. Well, well, well. It's my time to shine with this one, buckle up for second-hand embarrassment. I turn up to the gym, park, walk in, I have a new car and need to get the reg put on the system so I don't get parking tickets. Everyone behind the counter is busy when I come in, so I just think, well, I clearly see the A to wait five minutes to speak to someone, scan my card, pop my reg on the day pass, on the iPad and walk to the changing room and put my stuff in the locker. The door has a sign at eye level about the pool being closed in cer- on certain dates. I see, I register, I walk in. As I walk around the corner, I see a young man walking from the shower area, clearly having showered with a towel wrapped around his waist. I think to myself, bit odd, as he looks too old to have come in these changing rooms with his mum, but who am I to judge? I'm just here to put stuff in the locker. Hindsight. He did look at me questioningly. As I turned to the changing room area, I realised my mistake. And how did I come to realise this, I hear you ask? Well, I lock eyes with a middle-aged man and he's pulling up his shorts. I stop in my tracks. I don't say a word. I just stand there holding direct eye contact with this poor bloke and he's frantically trying to pull his shorts on. There was pure terror in his eyes. His shorts finally on. I'm stood there holding direct eye contact. I imagine this is what animals feel like when they see a car in the road. I realise that there are other men in there. I don't say a word. I turn round and run, taking all of my things with me to the gym floor. Like a signal of shame to all the men. Yes, it is me, the woman that stood in the changing room watching a man dress. Safe to say, this was the shortest workout of my life. And I have been looking for other gyms since... As I leave, I hear one of the staff telling a member that the changing room switched today. Guess I should have waited those five minutes to add my reg to the system. They switched the changing rooms and didn't foresee I, this. That's Come obscene. on. Of course that it's going obscene. to happen. <laughs> Why? I Accidents just love the eye contact. Oh. I know. I oh. could, yeah, that's huge. Oh, and him like frantically just being like, I can't fucking do it quick enough. Oh, man, <laughs> Get my pants his up. Away, like, leave me alone. <laughs> stuffing his knob Stop away. Staring at me. <laughs> oh, God. I went to a Scottish wedding at the weekend where obviously everyone was wearing kilts and I saw so many penises. I saw the most penises I've ever seen in one day in my life. Dave's friends are disgusting. (laughs) Oh, they got them out? I don't know what I imagine. Yes. Like crawling along. They got them out? Like they slapped them? I have an embarrassing story that's come to me and it's a by proxy embarrassing story from my friend, okay? But it needs to be told. I'm naming and shaming her. She's called Jess, right? So. Hi, Jess. 
we were at the wedding. All the boys are wearing kilts. Okay, and they're all wearing the same kilt. I don't know if it's a thing, but they're all the tartan all looks the same. Not anyway, tartan does like tartan's tartan, you know. What well, I mean? tartan is tartan, right? So me and Jess. So Jess's husband, uh, Jess's fiance is called Gaz. So Jess and I go to the toilet, and when we come back, I see Gaz like hugging a blonde woman, but like really like intensely hugging her, like they're in love. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I say to Jess, "What's Gaz, you know, your fiance. I was like, what's Gaz doing with that woman? Does he know her? And she was like, no, that's that's weird. So she goes, she goes up to him, we're getting closer and closer, and it starts to occur to me that this isn't Gaz. It just looks like him because they're wearing the same tartan, same kilt, they're the same height, build, same blonde hair. And it Jess has gotten a little bit ahead of me and it's too late for me to bring her Fix back. What you've done. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, that's not gas. And it was like in slow motion. I watched Jess scoop her hand. No, 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 it's not gas! Instantly for the dick grab. What a move. That's not my first. I'd have tapped him on the shoulder before I grabbed his fucking <laughs> junk. <laughs> she literally thought it was her fiance and she touched. No, she said she tickled another man's gooch. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Lessons to be learned from this. One, never confront a man. From behind. going straight for the gunads and two wear pants boys this is obscene second time I've used the word but it feels it feels about right I know oh, isn't oh, it horrendous bless her I just I, do you know what, what I laughed for like I just couldn't breathe what he, he luckily he took it really well because it could have been like harassment. this is sexual harassment literally yeah. he took it really well but he was initially uh, understandably quite horrified understandably oh look a poor Jess did she just want to die has anyone heard from her since is she did she still go by that name <laughs> she was just like she just she she just couldn't like she just stayed at the table she just couldn't look straight for the rest of the it, it was just it was just awful it was just awful yeah, also like she didn't touch, she didn't touch, touch his bum she'd like touch his cooch i'd say that was sweaty how rank is that it's just so good but honestly it was like it was such a slow motion moment where i was just like i've built her up being like what's gas that's weird and then being like that's not gas that's not gas that's not gas oh my god the girl the girl that he was hugging intensely as well must have been like the fucking hell are you doing Uh, it was his wife It was literally his wife. So she was like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, I know. my God. I know. Such That's a good hilarious. story. Such a good story. I can't believe that all these blokes are just kicking about with their knobs out. Like, I find that very strange. But for me, it was like the um, the willing to just show them all the time, you know? I mean, and it's a literal like, thing, really waving. It's what they do. It's like, it's like how they show their masculinity. I just, I thank God every day that I'm not a man because... I'm Imagine, like, me and you, like, when we just get competitive with each other, we just have to, like, shake our boobs at each other. (laughs) 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 That was me pounding my chest. Oh, my God. So they they were just getting them out. I find flaccid willies incredibly funny. Gross. Gross. No, no, I think they're absolutely gassed. They they amuse me immensely. 
It is funny, but 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 the, it also goes through me as well. And balls. I don't know. It's just. I just. No, I, that's I, fascinating. Think the whole, I think the whole setup. I yeah. I like. If I were a man for a day, I'd just like flick my willy from like side to side, like oh a my God, like one yeah. of those toys that just goes like you know there's like those yeah sh- that downstairs yeah, yeah literally I'd just like do it like yeah. on either side for a while. I feel like I'd like pull my balls up and then let them go again, and then pull them back up and let them go again. What that do you mean, to me pull looks them quite up fun. And let them go. What do you mean? Like when you're standing just like, up? No, I guess you could be sitting down as well. Just like hitch them up and then let them drop, and then hitch them I'd up and then let them hurt. drop. No, that would hurt. Okay, yeah, that could hurt, actually. That could hurt. Okay, scrap that. Yeah, I'd say that hurt loads. You could just do that with your own boobs. Just do that with your boobs now. Just lift them up and drop them. It would hurt. Do you know what? I saw a um, I saw a meme and it was like, all girls do this all the time. Like, when they're in the house and, like, doing chores and, like, just running around. They just grab their boobs. And it's so, it's so true. Like, I always do that. I do it to run down the stairs, but that's because it, otherwise it's, an, you know, it's a hazard. Carnage. Yeah. It's just hurtful. Black eye. Yeah. 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 It's a lot. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <gasps> it's time to be real. Al, it's time to be real. I have to no. be real. I'm being real. It's time. To, this is my first time. And yesterday I did my first be real and I took it of the bin because I didn't know there was a two-sided thing. So, okay, you're in it. Okay, then you... Well, that's fine. And then I'm in it. Wait, is that it? Send. Okay. You don't look very happy about it, but you're in my be real. I'm a bit late to it. A bit... Oh, I'm 10 minutes late to it. But I'm also... I don't mean literally today. I'm like, how many months have people been having this? Yeah, I did my first one yesterday because I'm basically... I'm hanging out with a lot of kids. I'm with my... Well, kids. I'm not kids. I'm, I'm here with my sister and her mates. And they're young. They're cool. They're hip, right? Gen and, Z. And, yeah, and yesterday this notification just happened. Like, rippled across the table. And they were like, we have to be real. And I was like... Kids, you are real. And then I realised that it's, <laughs> it's a thing. So they all just like started like taking photos and I was like, what's happening? And then they made me get it. So I did it, but I didn't realise that it takes a photo from both sides. So it takes the front facing camera and oh. the back facing camera. So I'm like, nice little selfie of my stupid smiling face. But I didn't realise that in the, and because I tried to put everybody in the background. And then the, the forward one. It's just the bin, because that's what the other side of my phone was facing. So my first be real is just trash. Um, But you know what? The only way is up. So... Oh so my god, nice. I feel like you're sounding young and cool as well, you know? Thank you. I thought that actually a lot. And my mum was just like pissing herself. She's like, it's so good to just see you be floored by social media. It's so good to see them keeping you young. I was like, all right. 
I'm right. only 27. Yeah, well, she had it before me. Okay, so we need to, we all need to get on Be Real. We need to be on Be Real. I have something to read. Do you have anything else for me? Anything else? Anything else to tell me? I do, I do. Hit me. Hi, I'm Alex, Amy and Daisy. Love the pod. No, but seriously, I'm not just saying this bit because I'm obliged to. Thank you genuinely from the bottom of my heart for bringing this podcast into my life. You have no idea how much it lifts people's moods, especially on bad days. It's so nice to escape for an hour or so and feel like you're just listening to your mates have a chat. Yeah, oh my God, no, I'm crying. No, no all right. Oh. You did oh. make me cry, this story. <laughs> I have, and is it just me to do with dogs? I know you two are dog owners, so I'm hoping you can relate. My partner and I recently just got a one-year-old rescue dog. She's a gorgeous lab cross. And in general, I'd say she's a pretty good dog, but she's not without her issues. Lots of chewing, whining, separation anxiety, endless digging in the garden, barking at random noises and waking up us up in the night. I'm having such a tough time adjusting to her, and I hate to admit I have moments of wishing we just never got her. Everyone is asking how it is and if I'm loving it, and I just want to say it's so stressful. I'm not having a good time, and I have this constant feeling of dread in my stomach that I've made a terrible mistake. But what I actually end up saying is, she's actually amazing, I love her so much already. Please tell me I'm not a terrible person and it isn't just me, or at least tell me it's going to get better. It's gonna get so much better. It's gonna get so much better. I don't know how long you've had her for, but it's going to get better. The safer she feels, the the older she gets, the better it will be 100% it's not going to get worse absolutely not it's going to get so much better you'll settle down into a routine you'll get to know her personality she'll get to know yours everything will get better also when we first got Betty I went through this to the point that I joined a forum online don't even know what forum it was but it was about the puppy blues I was just like I just need some support because I feel like I've made this terrible mistake and I don't know what I've done I did this really emotional post about how I felt and loads of people replied to me and it was actually a really good source of support so you could find that forum if you wanted but puppy blues are such a real thing and don't underestimate how like how much it's it's a bit of a shell shock to get a dog and it does change your life. It, it does turn your life upside down, at least for the first bit. So don't underestimate that. And when people ask you, like, say whatever you want to say, but don't feel like you're a terrible person for saying I'm having, we're actually having a tough time because anyone who has a dog or like a lot of people who have dogs will say, oh my God, I remember the first bit as well. It was really difficult. Yeah, you definitely struggled at the beginning with Betty. And now, yeah. I mean, you've always loved her and that's, and the two things can be true. You can struggle and still love them completely and totally and really want it to work and um i'm like putting words in your mouth but you wouldn't swap her for anything now right it's all great totally totally like she's the best thing in the world i love her to death and it sounds like a lot of these things were the same with us separation anxiety she had separation uh, separation anxiety so bad when she came barking at random noises constantly like waking us up in the night they they were the same things but like all of those things get better. She just needs to settle down into a routine. And I think, I don't, yeah, I don't know how recently you got her, but don't people say it's, um, oh, I think it takes, I think it ta I can't remember the saying, but it's like three months for a dog to truly settle down somewhere and settle into a home and, and into a routine and to feel like it's their home. Yeah, you can also make changes like at any point, like even if you're beyond the three months, it's not too late. Boa, when we first got her, she came from like, a sort of puppy farm type situation and she had these really weird triggers basically and I could never work out what they were there are just certain things even to this day there are certain things that still just really scare her inexplicably like some dogs just really scare her and it doesn't really make any sense but when she was a puppy caging was a massive problem for her which I guess if she'd been in cages um and like obviously like it was all like black fencing or like black caging that sort of thing and living in London 
all the fucking houses are surrounded in like black um what's it called fencing like black like metal I don't know what they're called, gates, fences, whatever. Anyway, Abua, I cannot tell you how scared she was. She couldn't walk down the pavement. And it was like, I had this dog that I could not walk because she would like pull herself into the road or try and slip her harness. And it was like, oh my God, how have I got a dog that I cannot walk down the road? This is insane. Um, And I actually took her to behaviorist, which is something I was always like, I'm never going to need to do this. Like that's such a middle-class thing, but you know, I was desperate. And I took her to behaviorist and we had like a three hour session, me, her and Bua. And it honestly, we just nailed it, absolutely smashed it. And we just never looked back. I got really good tools from her and it was a really good. So like basically what I'm saying is if you need help, ask for help because there are so many people that specialize in dogs and they really know their shit. And that was pretty game changing for Bua. And even now when she gets weird, I kind of know what to do. Actually, I, I might need a refresher course, but it definitely helped at the time. Yeah, and and actually, that's a really good bit of advice as well. If you can, if you can get a behaviorist or a trainer or someone that's going to help you and help the dog settle in, it's going to be so much better because it sounds like it's your first time dog as well, which it was for us. And and it was my first. I'd never had dogs at home either, so I was like so out of my depth and like just I was so confused as to like what to experience and it was really like oh my god overwhelming so definitely yeah get help if you can and take a nice deep breath and know that it gets better and you're good yeah people very rarely show the shit stuff they really don't like i remember this one time coming home from that coming home and boo had shat on every and i used to i used to live like i've told you this before i used to live in a flat that had like like you just go up so many stairs that like it was just so many stairs and she had oh. taken a shit on every like a little dollar oh, on every no. single step for three staircases oh, no. and I opened the door I was like this is literally the worst thing that could have happened like oh, no. and obviously she'd been desperate and it must have just like fallen out as she'd been running down the stairs but it was oh. just it was like little like like oh. ice gems on every stairs of sh- on every step of shit and it was just like this is the worst Hansel and Gretel shit I've ever seen in my life <laughs> like oh, 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 oh. Um, yeah oh my gosh she yeah, thinks she was better though you know she shat in the shower the other day the last time she had the squits she shat in the shower oh. how inspirational is that I was like what a- get her the Pride of Britain award that was that. truly heroic Pride what of a- Britain that's it what a babe um, she that had is all clever. That car- yeah, carpet in our bedroom. No, no. Took herself into the shower. She thought she would never get in the shower. She she hates water. She's like a cat. That's really sweet. That's so cute. I know. So you know what? You have that's the thing with dog ownership. You do have bits who are just like, oh for fuck's sake. And they can be an inconvenience. You know, going away for the weekend or you can't do this, or you can't take them here, yeah. or you've got to leave a party because you've got to go home, or you just and like that stuff is annoying. But on balance, I think you'd be hard pushed to find a dog owner who's really in the thick of it not at the beginning who would ever yeah. say that they'd swap it for anything totally, totally. so hang in there because i really believe you'll get there and yeah. um it will get better I yeah transition faith. period have you gotta have faith do, 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 do. do you want to finish with one little thing about somebody with adhd go on okay right good morning guys it's, uh, hello don't know why I did her voice like that sorry um, she says I've been listening to the podcast with Jennifer Styles and you were discussing ADHD and OMG it's resonating with me 
Like M, I have not officially been diagnosed with it, but I was seeing a counsellor who suggested that my diagnosis of borderline personality disorder didn't properly fit me, that I was and that I was presenting more with ADHD. Looking into it, I am convinced I have it, and my life makes a lot more sense. But I'm still too afraid to go to the doctors in case they tell me I'm being ridiculous. Anyway, my main point for emailing is this. Is it just me who struggles to remember things from their childhood? I have vague recollections, mostly from stuff people have told me about when I was little, but not many concrete memories. All I can say is thank fuck for camera and video recordings now, because I'd forgotten so many memories otherwise. At one point, I was questioning whether I had early onset dementia, but I'm thinking this could be a part of the ADHD. If anyone else has experienced this, I would love to hear. As always, I love the podcast. I literally listen to it whenever I have some time to myself, which isn't often. Also laughing, it made me laugh so much that when Em was talking about the ADHD revelation, that she started talking faster and faster. I'd recommend you guys listening back to it to hear that. <laughs> Please keep the podcast going forever. Yours truly love a very that. happy podcast, listener. Um, yeah, I don't doubt that. My little awkwardness about ADHD. I'm like, no, wait, 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 what do you mean ADHD? I don't have ADHD. I don't know why. I don't know why anyone would think that. Like some weirdest thing that anyone could ever say to me. I don't understand why you got this from. It's actually really rude. You're really insulting me. <laughs> this is a this is a this is a funny one because and I don't want to be like oh jump on the bandwagon me too but I don't have I have like no childhood memories like none. I, I, I only knew, have. I knew you wouldn't. Why? I don't yeah, know. You why? Just, you've always struck me as the type to just not have any memories, and I don't know why. I know. But I, when I read that, I was like, because I'm fanatical. I remember loads of weird shit. But I was like, I bet you all can re- relate to that. Do you know the only memories I have are the ones that I have pictures of? Yeah. So I'm like, I, f- I feel like I form a memory around a picture. But I've always put it down to. I've always just assumed it was the fact that. I had loads of sisters and there was always so much going on and it was chaotic and that's why I just don't remember because it was just like, uh, like all a bit of a blur. What, your whole life? It's like a tornado for like a good 18 years. <laughs> just like... You woke up one morning, so got weird. out a tube of lip gloss, a fight started and that was that. I, I can't imagine it's an ADHD thing. Maybe it is, I don't know, but I know that like... I know um, one thing. Khloe Kardashian had it. She went to the doctors thinking she had early onset dementia and it turns out it was like trauma from when her parents got divorced and then her dad died and she had like she went to like a full thing and it was like a trauma reaction and you do lose or can repress a lot of your memories if you've had a trauma in your childhood for sure i think that's how a lot of children like deal with trauma by like either dissociating or like mentally detaching which means that they can't it it affects the way they process the memories and how they remember so I know that, I know that trauma's like definitely, a bit, but I, I, I don't know about ADHD. Should we, should we use good old Google very Google quickly? Dr. Google. ADHD. Seems I'm never gonna go to a doctor for my ADHD, we might as well keep Googling it. Like, cause I, I'll literally have a conversation with someone which I've only been half listening to and I'm embarrassed to admit that, so whoops, forgotten it. But um, like, honestly, like ask me what I was wearing at my fourth birthday, I could probably, you know, rustle up a mem. Like, I remember my, I remember my, like, childhood dreams, some of them. That's I remember, unbelievable. Yeah, I remember a bin bag. Oh, my God, I remember, I remember, oh, I remember the lampshade in my bedroom when I was, like, five, leaning on my lamp, and it started burning. I was terrified. I remember finding a mice in a mouse in my toy box. I remember my dad telling me that if I slept in necklaces, I would choke to death. 
I remember all the songs I ever did on karaoke. I remember loads of the school runs. I remember, oh my God, I remember loads of stuff. I feel like I'm just showing off to you guys now in No Childhood Memories. You are just showing off. We're sitting here like oh. wiping away our single tears <laughs> of nothingness. But it's weird, isn't it? Because you do create some memories where I'm like, oh my God, I swear I can remember like my third birthday party. But then I'm like, no, I can't. I just remember seeing a video of it. Yeah, or a picture. Yeah. But I, and I also don't trust any of my memories either. I don't trust any of them. But I just Googled it. And I, and I think, okay, so... Well, one study says children with ADHD do not process most information due to inattention and loss of the opportunity to save and retrieve information. Therefore, these children experience memory impairment. So, yes, this could be yeah, part of sense. your this could be part of your ADHD. But uh, did she say she'd been diagnosed? Sorry, I forgot what she no, said. No, she's she's doing a meme. Not officially diagnosed. Oh, she just thinks. Okay, okay. And yeah, counselor suggested it, and she doesn't want to go and get official diagnosis because she's scared. Which, by the way, don't be scared. If you want to go, go. If you want to try, try. Don't be scared. It's great. Nothing happens. Like you can. Do you know what I was going to say? You can accept the label. You either can or you can't accept the label. But I don't know if you actually once you've been diagnosed, you can, can't you? You can. They'd be like, you've got ADHD, and you'll be like, no. Pretend I reject it. the label. That would be me. Of course you like, can, I'll put though, it on your right? notes. I'd be like, don't. Uh, I mean, Actually, no. maybe you can't. I don't know, because if, if... if I don't know. But there's nothing that you can't do. because. So I... Want to know a fun fact about me before we go? I, I'm never allowed to fly a plane. I had operations on my eyes when I was little. I'm never allowed to fly oh, a plane. Catamash. I know. I also can't see through microscopes. Oh, really? Yeah. That's, so that's random. My, that's my career in... Physics, no, biology, fuck. And, av- and aviation. And aviation, Out yeah. the window. No, no wonder I ended up just chatting shit on like, yeah, I had no honest, choice. Em, I <laughs> feel like I wouldn't love you in a plane. I feel like you'd be like, ooh, there's a pretty cloud. I'm a great driver. That's true, actually. I trust you in the car, so why not the aeroplane? That's fine. Yeah, why not well, the aeroplane? Well, because of your eyes. So. Yeah, okay, well, that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my eyesight so, is appalling, please. and I'm like legally not allowed to fly a plane, but... Um, if I had good eyes, go. would you trust me in a plane? I don't think there's I'll, many people I trust you, in a plane. It will cost you nothing to say yes because we will never be in this situation because I will never <laughs> you know be allowed what, to um, fly one. So I just would say yeah. just like revel in getting in a plane with you and you flying it and you taking us through well, the, the sky. Well, the good news is I think Amazing. I am allowed to fly helicopters. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I remember I went in one helicopter once. It was like Ooh, I- insane. Oh, I know, I know. But I was so scared that I didn't, I like, I propped myself up like with my arms. I didn't let myself sit down fully because I felt like Smart. my my whole weight was going to just make the aeroplane go like this. Even though, So I like propped myself up, even though obviously... It's exactly the same weight just It's exactly arms. the same weight, right? So anyway, it's stupid. I fucking but, love yeah. gravity, you know. Okay, and on that note. <laughs> right, fine. It's my you birthday. You know it's time to wrap I up. I love gravity. <laughs> when you say, you know it's time to wrap up, when we here? I, I do love gravity, you know. I do, Al. <laughs> Think about it. Don't take it for granted because if we didn't have gravity, where would you be right now? You'd be, you'd be gone. You'd be fucking gone. Through yeah. the roof, out, to curtains. You'd be dead. That'd yeah. be it. You'd have nothing. No, and I don't Where would Betty be? Gone. The house, where? Gone. Everything, uh, gone. We'd gravity be in space, goes, right? we're all fucked. No, 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 we wouldn't make it to space because we'd go oh. through the, hem- the Earth's atmosphere and we'd just crisp up and die. We'd run out of oxygen. Oh, yeah. Please, then crisp. <laughs> like, oh, just like plane sail to space. No, no, it's not <laughs> a plane obstacles. sail. Famously, ask any of the Apollos. I think it was at, like, it's not a surprise, like 11 was like the first one that got up there or whatever. It's, it's, it's horrible. So, you know what? I love 
gravity. I, I just, I'm just gonna say it, just because gravity might not hear it enough, actually. And if it doesn't get the appreciation that it deserves, it might just fuck off. So gravity, I love you. I'll tell gravity that you love it and it might just stick around. No, absolutely not, Em. Come on, come on, right. No. Okay. Right, Right, if any of you find yourselves floating okay. up into the Earth's atmosphere and crisping up nicely and dying, you know who to blame. Old stingy what, with her me? compliments over here. Me? Yeah, you, what? Because I won't say I love gravity. Oh, you said it. Perfect. You hear that gravity? She loves you. Okay. <laughs> Bye, <Bollocks>. everyone. <laughs> Bollocks. See you, you on Monday. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Should I delete that? It's part of the ACAST Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.